The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic. Number 88. 88. Double, double eights. Double eights. The year, the, the year of Josh. So, yeah, you know, when you, this is a quick story about you. Know, Josh was born in 1988, obviously. We just said that. But uh, we were in New York. We were up in New Jersey. He was born in New York City, right? And down like at a NYU medical school. NYU medical hospital, I should say. Anyway, a lot of uh, that night, there was a full moon. It was one of those like, kind of crazy, crazy New York scene and a lot of Asians. I mean, it was like, every, and apparently everybody was pregnant in Chinatown because 88 was the year of the dragon. So they, oh, that's wanted, a good sign. Th- this is what they said. We want a male son. This is, I mean, once again, 1988. I want to put this in context for everybody. <laughs> so Josh was born, was born in the year of the dragon. So what I'm hearing is, is that Josh, we should be calling him the dragon. That's Put correct. <laughs> we, so just, just, think, just think of it as like when we uh, when he goes up to bat. Number nine, here he is, Josh, the dragon Alderudi. Oh, perfect. That is perfect. Neil, guess what? Today is. What is today, Scotty? It is National Margarita Day. Uh, who doesn't love a margarita? I love a margarita. I, I, I love you making them. I know oh. you do. You really, you, 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 you do make you do you like you do like the margaritas, like making them, drinking them. Now you have now you go to the rocks with salt. Is that correct? That's your go-to. Unless it's snowing, I always use snow. Then a snow garita, very good. Stays nice and cold. Oh, really? And and it's organic too. Nice. Now, very nice. The first, uh, the legend of the margarita. The first time it's kind of mentioned is in 1938. Yeah. But the, but the first recipe was published in Esquire in 1953. And from I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming from Mexico is that correct? From Mexico, yes. Uh, the legend is bad tequila. You had to take a bite of lime and lick some salt uh-huh. to get the bad taste out of your mouth. So those are ingredients in a margarita. You know, now you add a little lime juice, a little triple sec, uh-huh. you know, yeah. a little agave. Oh, nice! It's got to be nice, sweet tart like. Uh-huh. Yeah, a nicely made margarita um, on a, is, 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 is a nice treat. Lisa and I are enjoying them these days, yes. And, and as you listen to Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Oh, just perfect. I know you love the Buffett. Yeah, that's like it. That's like just like it. That's that would be a non starter for me. Hey, but, speak, um, speaking of music, who's like, yeah, number what's 88. number 88? I'm gl- uh, oh, Scott, I'm glad you asked. It's one of my favorite artists of all time. You know, that this, if I was going to have the Mount Rushmore was like, you know, maybe uh, five, six, seven. Arguably, this this artist is in there. It's Mr. Elvis Costello. Oh, I was going to say Bobby Sherman, but go yeah, ahead. Well, yeah, well, he he would be uh, he's on a short list also. Let's be fair. So I remember. Well, I just want to bring back a, a quick story. One of our first get-togethers when we uh, first got to know each other back in the early days of the of the Comptroller, early nineties, almost thirty years ago. We always had a little bit more hair. I, Scott comes up to me out of nowhere. He goes, "Hey, what's your favorite Elvis song?" And I go, "Um, yeah." It's a uh, peace, love, and understanding, and and I, and I go like, huh? And uh, yeah, you were like, think, you were thinking Presley, I was thinking Costello, because so. there is only one Elvis, the I, king well, of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. I know, but I'm a big Elvis Costello fan. Anyway, so this is from his 2018 release called "Look Now." Look um, now, right? 
Is he doing more of the Burt Bacharach jazzy? There's, uh, there's some of that in there, I think. It's in there. It's more mellow, yeah. And that's uh, his more recent one that came out last year in 2020, which we'll talk about. Well, we, we won't, maybe we'll talk about it in 10 years. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you may continue. All right, number 88. Very good. Uh, last week, it was National Gumdrop Day. Right. And you said dots are gumdrops. And I said, no, 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 they're not. Because I was thinking of the candies that are on the paper and the little candy confectioner dots. Right. Dots are, they come in a box, you can get them at movie theaters. They right. are gumdrops. My right. apologies. That's right. I, I, still, I still think I have one stuck on my teeth from 1988. <laughs> but thank you, Tormund, for setting <laughs> me that, straight and getting me back that, on the straight and narrow. I and and talk about Tormund. I know he's been into the snack cakes. Um, you, know, can I just, there was, I'm, you know, I was so excited about that snack cake episode. I'm still so excited about it. Do you think we could have a, a spin-off podcast episode of just snack cakes? Just I, I mean, <laughs> I went to the grocery store and there are just tons of these things. Oh my goodness. So many I, different brands, but could, a lot could, of the same things. I could talk days about snack cakes. Oh, and, <laughs> but and, speaking of snack cakes, the Yankee Doodles finally came. And uh I did taste test one. We did a little Okay, yeah, uh, we, we a did swap. a little swap, um, right? The reviews are okay. You had Yankee Doodles and Yodels. You get I, yes, I yes. You, yes. The Yankee Doodles dry. Right. But it needs more of the white cream inside. Okay. But but good taste. And the yodels, which are the Swiss cake rolls, very good. The chocolate coating on the outside. Yeah. Oh, the yodels, unbelievable. Very strong. I now think a little know. bit better than the Little Debbie's, maybe. Maybe. Oh, we gotta have a taste test. Wow, that's that, that that's 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 wow. We that's strong. Can can Scruffy book the OCB kitchens? Yeah, we'll have for a taste of, test sometime oh, yeah. in the future. I think, I, th I think we need to do that. All right, can Scruff, I just give you Scruff, get on that. Now I just want to, Yankee Doodle. Just be clear, I because I haven't taste, tasted one. Remember that? If you remember, it was an audible that I called in the moment I had it. Right? Had, yeah, had, it, it had been how many years? years? Right? Forty years. I, at, you know, wow. at, maybe more. Who knows? Got them in the mail. Ate them. First of all, biggest disappointment in the world was they used to come, Scotty, in like I said, in, in a two pack or a three pack, right? Yeah. But they came in a wax paper individually wrapped in there okay in the box you just received no 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 in the original what, right. back 40 years ago okay? yeah 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 right so you okay. should take you should take the wax and they used to like suck on it maybe i might have eaten like chewed on the the chocolate wax paper for a couple I'm, of for you know what i might there I'm, with you yes I'm, i I, I might have done that once or twice i'm there okay? yes and, I and, there, and there hence the who cares about the moist i'm building the moisture in the wax that's what you're missing. <laughs> that's that's where you get the moisture in your mouth for the dry cakes. Is the, the wax wrapper? No. Anyway, it was it it was it, it was still good. I loved it. Very good. That's that's awesome. Oh, Neil. Also today, yes, is my brother-in-law Mark's birthday. Shout oh. out! Happy, happy birthday, Mark! Happy birthday, Mark! Salute! And he's big into home brewing his own beer. And I thought, you know, instead of talking to him, I know somebody else who who has. A Why would career. you want to talk to your brother-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, did that you, come out right? That no, I don't know. I don't know, right, but you just set me up for that. I just like, I just like, I saw that softball coming. I had to take it out uh, off the park. All right, you may Thank continue. You. Very good. <laughs> no, so I have a friend from high school who's a co-owner of Rockwell Brewery in Frederick. Uh -huh, so. Sure. Yeah. Why don't we bring him in here and we can right. talk to him? Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome to the OC Bombers podcast, Mr. Matthew Thrasher. Welcome, Matt. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. How are you? Uh, since wonderful. Last, 
Um, How are you since the last here. night that we talked to this? Scott, you maybe you want you want to uh, set this up? What happened here? So uh, last night uh, we tried to record this podcast with Matt and we had some technical issues. We talked a long time, had some great fun. And when I went to find the recording, it wasn't there. So Matt, we appreciate you coming back. Thank you. And we'll do it just like we scripted last night. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for context... Matt and I went to high school together back at TJ, class of 86, represent. And what, was the, what was the mascot, by the way? What is the mascot? The Patriot. Oh, the Patriot. I'm sorry. Matt and I had an English class together our senior year. And uh, we, we had a teacher who was fresh out of college. So she was only like five or six years older than us. And let's just say she could have played the Sharon Stone character in Basic Instinct because she always wore very short miniskirts. And Matt and I seemed to always be sitting in the front of the class. And let's just say the views were just something that should not have been. Now, this wasn't assigned seats. These were your seats or you picked them strategically? She picked them out. Oh, well, then there you go. Well, I always remember Matt going, Scott, come here, sit next to me, sit right here. <laughs> you had to act like you were sleeping, Neil. You had to put your head down like that. Okay. Uh, you know, gotcha. get, get lower. So b- back in, in high school. Yeah, back well, in high school. Well, maybe right. I shouldn't say in high school, but the, the beer of choice was uh, Schaefer, right. Budweiser, if you had money, and there was natural light. So, Matt, we want to know the now. Milwaukee's best. Oh, Milwaukee's best. Yeah. The beast. The beast. So we want to know how you how you went from drinking that in high school to being a home brewer to open up your own brew pub in Frederick, Maryland. A very successful brew pub in in uh, Frederick, Maryland. That's that's an easy question to answer, right? Because you just named those beers off, and it's like who would who would need to drink that stuff except maybe Neil. It's like exactly. You know, oh, exactly. You know, so. <laughs> See, I set him up with that joke last night. You know what? This this is better than a rehearsal so far. Except I'm not getting any funny lines. <laughs> Obviously, like you just said, you know, we were beer drinkers young at a young age. And it's just a matter of, uh, you know, looking for, you know, something different, something better. And this, you know, craft beer boom is just incredible for the palate. It's incredible for people. I mean, it, there's, it's like this on how many styles there are. I mean, from sours to stouts, it's all beer. And you might taste things at different breweries and say, this isn't beer. This is what, because we all grew up on our father's beer, you know, Pilsner and, you know, so cream ales and that stuff. So. Well, well, you're right. Cause I'm thinking in uh, high school, ales. I, I had never heard of an IPA. And now right. when, when the brew well, pub thing right. started to explode, it seems like that was the only beer that these brew pubs would brew. Well, and I, but, I didn't care for it. It was very hoppy. And I know New England IPAs have a little more juice or something else to it. It's uh, right. more palatable for me. No, what I was going to say for us, the upscale beer at the time was Heineken or a Lowenbrow. That was kind of the up, upscale beers. And then when like we first, then Sam, Sam Adams came out, that was like the first time we kind of got more of a, the lager and a little more of a hoppier beer that I remember. You know, say another, if you got a brown ale, you know, someone made a brown ale, it's like, oh, this is craft. You know, it's something besides a clear beer and um, even the stouts then, but nobody really knew what stout, you know, we, we weren't drinking stouts, you know, the Guinness was around, but, you know, that was a that was top shelf there. We weren't buying that stuff. But, right. Well, to give you a little science, right? So, oh, here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, we, oh we, Mr. We, Wizard, we, we we do work at Nish, you know. Yes, we, I'll bring I, it I, out. I, 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 Matt, I, no, there's no pressure here, but we do have like 
PhDs, like you know, nuclear chemists and chemical engineers listening to this, but go ahead, just talk about chemistry just and science. Go ahead. I can do it because there's so many, there's more ways to screw up a brew than hard to make a good brew, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and especially with some people's palates, they don't even know if it's a bad brew. When you're doing your boil, and when you add the, there are alpha acids in the hops, right? So the higher alpha acid, the more bitter the beers can be. So that, the bitterness comes out in the boil. So you can throw different hops in, in the boil and different levels of alpha acids to create bitterness or not. And then really where New England's come in on the, on the back end, right? So it's called dry hopping. It's right when, during fermentation or actually, you know, when basically fermentation is almost done, then you add copious amount of hops and that's going to create aroma and taste, but it's not going to create bitterness. This is where you're going to get the juice. You're going to get um, citrus, the grapefruits, the melons, the, the you know, stone fruits. That's the distinguishment, you know, too, with New England, right? So, New England, too, don't really ferment, I mean, uh, filter to that extent where you're trying to drop it out and make it a clear beer. I, I So I have a question. Is there a Maryland IPA? And if not, why haven't you invented it yet? So we, we do make one or two that we call East Frederick IPA. It's basically, there's a few criteria, right? It's got to be brewed on the east side of Frederick. Which, right? which Rockwell it, Brewery is. Check one. Exactly right. And then the second is it has to be named after a Clutch song. Uh, we talked, yeah, Clutch is that. Clutch, clutch, clutch the band. Clutch is the band. That, that, that you're, now, once again, you know, I've done my homework about this and I, about, about the brewery. Clutch, Clutch, your, your, um, your brewer, your home brewer's friends with the band from Clutch was from, from, um, from there. So yeah, I've done my, and they're, they're like an industrial band, industrial metal. Yeah. The, the, the brewer, my brewer, Scott is right. <laughs> say, uh, is, is basically a fanatic. So Matt, you were talking about fermenting process, that kind of yeah, stuff. Fermenting. So how long does it take to actually brew up a batch of beer and how long do you keep it on tap and i'm sure that depends yeah. on sales and cook time but like on average like your different beers how long do you have them in the in the on the in the tap room well an ale to make right so typical ale can take anywhere from three to four weeks and again that depends on the dry hopping the dry hopping process is something like you might see all double dry hopped or triple dry hopped it's the addition of these hops to create this hazy juicy citrus type flavor so that can add that extra week right so ales are three to four weeks pilsners and lagers take longer because it's a different fermentation process and so so lagering lagering can take six you know typically six weeks so that's why you don't see so many that many pilsners and lagers as well in breweries because tank space is money to us right so we have to you know when we tie up a tank you know, time and a half or what the ale will take, that's, sure. that could be a big hit to us. Wow. Uh, so that's why you might only see like, we'll do one lager or one Pilsner until that runs oh, out. Okay. I have a question. Well, I, I've seen in some of the, some of the breweries that I've been to, like what they call a 60 minute IPA. What, what, what is that? Is that, is that a shorter? Um... No. So what that is, Neil, is that's, that's a dogfish's heads marketing program, right? Oh, that's all yeah. it is. <laughs> right. So that's 60 minutes is. means 6% ABV. That's 90 minutes, 9%. Neil, that gets a big... We don't want dogfish. I hate we want no, I Rockwell. I don't like dogfish. I'm not a bit... The crowd doesn't fan. like dogfish. They like I am not Rockwell. a dogfish fan. The food sucks. Wait, let, let me ask the crowd. Who loves they... Rockwell Brewery? 
We'll be back with more from Neil Scott and Matt from Rockwell Brewery right after this quick commercial break. The full force of winter is upon us, which means a lot of snow. And all you have is an old beat-up shovel. Why are you shovel-shaming me? It's Neighbor Jeff's Snowblower Madness! Hi there, it's me, Neighbor Jeff. I don't just work on lawnmowers. I can take care of all of your mechanical snowblower needs, too. Is this the same Neighbor Jeff from the Moab Madness commercials? Snowblower Madness! Don't get stuck using a beat-up old snow shovel to clear the snow from your driveway. Join the modern age and get a snowblower from me, Neighbor Jeff. I didn't know they made three-wheeled snowblowers. Snowblowers! I can help you. Identifying the source of yellow snow! Sure, why not? Snowmobile engines! How hard can that be? Chucking snowballs with rocks in the middle of them at neighbors' houses! I thought you'd never ask. Snowblower madness! Don't get caught without a snowblower when climate change dumps 38 and a half inches of snow on your driveway. Call me now. Neighbor Jack, snowblower madness! Trust me, I know what I'm doing. And now, we return to the OC Bombers podcast, already in progress. Well, and besides the beer, I've noticed you've branched out. You have seltzers and slushies, so basically drinks Neil would like. Okay, I like the beer. Let's get over this. It's not that, it's not that I don't like it. It's, it's <laughs> if I have, I've just, I took a lot of things. This is just be clear here. I told you I, I do like it. I'm drinking. I could drink this. It wouldn't be my choice. But I want you, I, we talked about this. I want you, how are you going to get me into your, under your tent? Because you, I'm a good drinker. You want me. Well, well, we're drinking right now. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking the, um, the Cyborg. Right. Cyborg Betty. That's a great, that's my favorite. And also the Big Juicy. Yeah, the big juice. That is a great one. I'm done after this. I'm after this. I'm done with my beers. <laughs> sounds I like gave me four. I'm done. It sounds like it. <laughs> this is the best stuff I've had all life. <laughs> so, do those slushies and silver? Yeah, do they move? Do you sell a bunch of them? Obviously, if well, you're making them, you know they kill it. You know, my my brewer hates making them because oh, it's not you know. What's in a slushy? What what is it? Is it what kind of alcohol is in there? Grain or no, so we'll take a beer. We'll take a well. These this last summer, what we were doing, we were doing, we were taking the seltzers and we were putting them in uh, the, the slushy machine and adding okay. a, uh, a juice. Okay, so it would be either mango or a tropical blend or something like that. And that's it. So create it. So if we were taking you know a five percent seltzer with the juice, then it would end up probably being like a three percent. But yeah, the seltzers do do great. And, and it's the thing, right? Scott, so if, if if Kelly says, look, I, I hate beer. Which right? she does say that. Right. And so then you're not allowed to come to Rockwell because she hates beer. So then I say, oh, we got seltzer you know, and, right? and Kelly and would like, say that to him. She's like, I, you're not allowed to go there because I hate beer. She would say that to, to Scott absolutely every day of the week. You, she would say, is you that that Matt anywhere Thrasher? unless I approve. <laughs> is that that Matt Thrasher's place? I forbid it. All right. So, so another cool thing about Rockwell <laughs> Yes. It's just the names of the beer. We, we've already oh, said some of them are named after clutch songs. Right. Which, But but all the beers usually have some type of musical name to them. So, Matt, how, how do you go about doing that? It's a little collective, but it's probably the majority is either myself or, or my brewer, Scott. And so if it's a clutch name, that's obviously Scott. So a lot of these, Cyber Betty, clutch name. Space Grenade, clutch name. 
so it's that or you know like i was saying before the the other names are i'm a product of the 80s right so a lot of them i tend to they're the song songs i like and so you know big juicy has to do you know obviously notorious big and first new england ipa and um that's really taken off it's a great beer it's your biggest seller is that correct it's the biggest new england seller our number one seller is actually rapture which is a blonde ale because people like you neil come in and say what's the lightest beer you've got (laughs) Give me the clear beer. I'm so glad we. I'm so glad we had this rehearsal now, so Matt can this the, the second they come after me. But this is I'm loving it. It's great, man. Well, and and Rapture, I do like the, the blonde. Now, what's Rapture? Is that is that the oh, that's the Blondie song. Got it. And that's a, like you were saying earlier, Neil. Is like what what's it take for you to become a craft beer drinker? Right. What helps you in writing? So that's like an entryway beer, like I call it an entryway drug. Right. I, 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 I'm with you. Like so, but like when we went to that, um, we we been to your for been to your place for uh, trivia night, and I, I, yeah, I could drink those. Um, hey, hey, what what about my fiftieth birthday party, Neil? You guys were all there. That's correct, and that was the. Uh, and the, what a great venue for a birthday party! This show was great. And <laughs> they work not, with you. You can bring your food. They may have great deals on the beer. It's perfect for a birthday party. And plus, we saw a great band that night, OCBC. Oh, what a great band. We're getting ready to head back in the studio. So maybe we'll have some new uh, song names for you, Matt. And maybe this is that the name of the band? Yeah. The name of the band, OC? OCDC. <laughs> Matt, 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 they, Matt, they played at your place, remember? And, and you want them to come back, I thought. At least that's what Scott told me. I do. I didn't know the name of the band, but yes, I definitely, I mean, because you're right in my budget. Right. Yeah. I mean, like three of your craft beers and we're out. So it's free. <laughs> so I, I have a song name I'll throw out there. I'm a big Hall and Oates fan, but this might not be a great name for a beer. I can't go for that. Yeah, I don't think that marketing does well. I thought you'd yeah. go a little bit more. And I don't have any of these Hall and Oates names off the top of my my rich, head. Rich got, girl. I, I kind of like man eater. Yes, man eater would be a good. One. That could be a good seltzer, maybe. Or, no, man eater for a seltzer is not bad. All right, so at Rockwell, we talked yes. about you can have your birthday parties there, but you also have a lot of cool activities going yeah. on. You do have uh, real bands, live music going on, open mic night, I believe. Neil, maybe you and I could go to an open mic night and do some of our shtick. We could do that. Are we what, what, what night a week is that? Right now, it's on uh, hiatus until the weather turns. I understand, but <laughs> once everything gets back into full swing, it's like what, it's usually once a week so, or once a month. Tuesday night. Tuesday nights. Yeah. Um, let me check my calendar. Yes, Scott, I could do it. There you go. <laughs> And you also have food trucks, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. You have uh, cornhole, lots of board games and things like that. So it's a fun place to go drink. That's true. Have some fun, right? Uh, I've been there a couple of times. I had fun. We're going to come back, and we talked about maybe you're in a podcast out there. I know it, it's still in the air. Uh, you know, our guys, our people will talk to your people. But maybe we'll have a live broadcast here one day. Nothing, Nothing's in writing, okay, Matt? No pressure. It's fun. We'll have the band out, too. There you go, Scotty. We'll, we'll just make it OCB Day at Rockwell, right? You know, laugh, clown, laugh, but we do have a big, a, a big following. That softball and 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 videos, podcast, and podcast. music, everything. So yeah, it's part we're, of we're big in India. You, you, <laughs> no, seriously, Matt, you've heard of the Mar- you've heard of Marvel and DC uh, universes. One day you'll be hearing OCB universe. Oh, okay. Soon. Soon. So yeah, so we are big in India. So the IPAs, India Pale, they, they, they yeah, exactly. It's perfect. It fits together. Um, I love it over there. So, uh, all right, Matt. So I think uh, 
you were one of the first small brew pubs to open up in Frederick. I, I know there were a couple maybe before you, but to me, you were like one of the first ones. And I remember, I think it was at the Oktoberfest in Frederick where I saw you, maybe I hadn't seen you in like a year and you were telling me you were getting ready to open up a brew pub and you kind of looked at me funny and you're like, um, no, I'm serious. We're going to do this. So I, I just thought that was great. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are so yeah. successful. But I have a question for you. So let's equate this to Cheers. You remember the show Cheers? Oh, yeah. The Rockwell is Cheers. What brew pub in Frederick is your Gary's Tavern, like your big rival? Or do you not want to give them a shout out? You know, so the whole like brew community, right, is... Who's your nemesis? Let's put it. We'll put it. We're looking for right here. Now, obviously, I have to do a politically correct statement here. Oh yes. man, you're right. right. Damn it, you're right. Good point. I'm sorry. Right. Hey, good, so we all get along. We all love each other. We all. <laughs> you know. Oh wow, you're, you're right. I'm sorry. You know, we didn't take the bait, Scotty. That's good. Well, you know what? Uh, speaking of all, all of them loving each other. Thank you. Good you, job. You Very sponsored. Job. <laughs> you sponsored before the big pandemic started hitting. Uh, the hyper local beer festival at Frederick, and that was phenomenal. You had right. bands playing. So, you invited all the local brew pubs. Right. People could sample them all. I mean, well, I love that, and I can't wait. Hopefully, there's plans once this right. pandemic is done to right. keep that going. All right. So that one, I'm going to give you. I'll, I'll give the background on the hyper local, right? So that was that was actually our event that we put on, and we invited every all the Frederick City uh, breweries, every single one. This event, the whole premise of that event was we were going to make it beneficial for the attendee, right, and the brewery. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is, like back in the days, festivals, craft beer festivals, and things like that were, are, and they kind of still are, are predatory. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, Scott Montgomery might come up with an idea and say, oh, I'll get all these breweries together and I'll charge them $20 to come in and I'll have food trucks and uh, I'll even charge the brewery to show up and I'll make them give out free tastings. And I'll make a killing. And the thing is that that was good, you know, 10, 15 years ago when no one knew what craft beer was. Right now, the festivals, people come to the festival because of craft brewery, not because they don't know what it is, because they want to they want to come and get it. Right. So what this was right, the hyper local, what it is, is the breweries come out. I only charge the patrons five dollars to get in, right? And that basically covers the rental fee at the fairgrounds that we did, right? Covers the bands, that, that type of thing. Cost, right? The brewery is minimal thing to, to have your space, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, something like that. It's just set up. And then you sell your pints, six bucks, five bucks for a full pint, right? And you keep 100% of the money. And I know people don't want me to say this, and they probably didn't want me to just tell you that, but that's the whole premise. Quit screwing people to show up to the beer fest and quit screwing the breweries, right? It's and, all about the beer. People just want to have some good beer. Right. So Get just together. get an extension of the tasting room and have them come out and have fun. Bands bring the family, have the food trucks, and quit, you know, just pilfering people. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And everyone, the, every brewery killed it, and every person there did not complain. I didn't get one complaint for couple thousand people coming through the door that day great great time you mean i didn't complain because i think well, i you, kept 
I kept coming back to your tent to get more of that Amadeus Mars and Oktoberfest. It's beautiful. I love that. Oh, and, and so since we're talking a little bit about pandemic type stuff, I know it's uh, impacted you and what you can do. Uh, and, and I know when the pandemic first hit, you started having, you know, takeout, but also delivery and you delivered to my house in Monrovia. So I just wanted to say thank you for bringing it out here. You should keep that year round, so I don't have to travel into East now, Frederick to get. Now, didn't you? Did he personally deliver to your to your house? Also, is that is that a true statement? Did I hear that as rumor? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I just said, Neil. Did you say personally? So you you said the, the Rockwell Rockwell delivered to your house? No, I did. Yeah, and Scott has a pool in the back, and actually invited me to skinny dip. There you yeah. go. Well, I, that's an open invitation, standing <laughs> open invitation, man. I have that also. That's not a big deal. You give, that, you, give, you give that to everybody. No, I got. Well, I do have one Neil question. Neil has a question about the Frederick aristocracy. No, I had a question about the. Go back to the Cheers reference. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And, a, and a, right. So when we go to Cheers, the Cheers reference, we talk about uh, if Rockwell was Cheers and JP was coming into Rockwell as a Cheers character. What character would JP be? Uh, well, the funny one would be say Woody Harrelson, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, was, you can't say it's Norm because he doesn't come in there that often. Oh, no, <laughs> you know you'd have to say what was his name, Clint, Clint, Cliff, Cliff. Yes. Cliff. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Cliff. I agree. It's Cliff <laughs> because <laughs> Cliff, th Cliff thought he knew everything. Just like exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up. Thank you to Mr. Thank Matthew you, Matt. Really, it's been a lot of fun. You know what? Scotty, you know what? The, the, the rehearsal worked. I thought it was second best, better the second time. It was good. And Matt, we can't wait to come out and do some yeah. uh, OC Bomber stuff with you. Exactly. Salute. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thanks, Appreciate Matt. it. Thank you, Matt. Good seeing you again. Hey, so once again. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Thrasher. Thank Rockwell you, Matt Thrasher. Brewery. Rockwell. Oh, that place is great. I know I'm take, biased. Take your friends and family out there. I know I'm biased, but I do like it. I think it's the best place in Frederick to get your craft sure. beer. Sure. It's amazing. Oh, you know what? We forgot to ask him about if he has any beers named uh, Climate Change. Oh, oh, oh man. Well, Neil, Look, uh, we'll get it back. We got we had it back a second time and one out of third. <laughs> and everybody, get ready for the uh, big bomber palooza at Rockwell <laughs> Brewery coming sounds like, soon. Sounds like it's gonna be a fun night. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time uh, for episode eighty nine, Neil. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Amazon, Listen. Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your Listen. feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you. Bye, Scotty.